Hey, welcome to the podcast. As always, we thank you for downloading, for hitting that play button. It is Mr. Young. And Jackie. Today, we talk to a former colleague of ours in the radio world. He's an ex-radio DJ. He is a TV and movie actor. He currently hosts an online tech show as well. It is Bobby Tonelli. You missed out one very important part also. What's that? He's a model. Oh, yes, I couldn't stop looking at him when we were interviewing him. Um, Same for me, but I was probably... (laughs) looking intently because I was like, bro, what camera are you using? (laughs) You're so sharp. (laughs) I could see every little hair on his chin anyway. And poor, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Did I mention he's a tech head? So, yeah, we definitely had a lot of that in common. We got to talking about a lot of tech stuff and also what he's been up to, what's next for Bobby, how he got banned from TikTok. Right. And so much more. So, let's get into it. Without further ado, here he is. It's Bobby Tonelli. Oh, for the love of life. Yes. Uh, I love uh, it. I love it. Bobby, how are you, man? I'm good, Mr. Young. How are you, man? Uh, All right. You know, it's been a hot minute. I I feel like the last time I saw you was Dan's wedding. was it Dan Wedding? That's right. That's okay. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. No, was no, the, the wedding. last yeah. time we saw him was at one of the Spartan things. He was. Yeah, but Dan, right? Dan's wedding was after that. After though. that? Yeah. Oh, jeez. It's, yeah. it's all a blur. It's all a blur, yeah, it's all a blur mm, to me right now. Yeah. That's uh, the first time I met your husband, Jackie, actually, at that wedding. <laughs> He's not my husband, but okay. <laughs> We're planning on it, though. Okay, well, there you go. See, I'm, I'm yeah. forecasting. I'm forecasting. Oh, okay. you saw it already. You saw the yeah. future. Thank you. Oh, and <laughs> I saw some, the future. Somewhere, Jijo is sweating bullets right now. Like, yeah. wait, what? Why is this pressure on me all of a sudden? <gasps> After a few glasses of wine, I see the future. So okay. it's all good. Oh, nice. Okay, I should try that. <laughs> After a few glasses. It's 10 a.m., man. But then again, we're all working from home, right? So it's okay, I guess. That's true. Every it's hour is happy hour. hour. Somewhere in the world, yes. somewhere oh, in the world it's happy hour. <laughs> The, the two True people story. who have lived in America for a good chunk of their lives said the exact same thing. Is that an American thing? Is happy hour somewhere in the world? It is. It is actually because mm-hmm. technically right now it's 7 uh, p.m. Mm. in uh, Los Angeles and uh, 10 p.m. in New York. So well, the Bobby's on it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there on you it. go. He knows what is up. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, have you done any traveling in the past couple of months at all oh, yeah gone i've gone home? to iceland i've gone to europe <laughs> i've gone to nicaragua you know i've gone all these places all on my computer here oh, all right. Great, right okay busy man <laughs> yeah busy man it's called google yeah you know, it's great takes so, you so anywhere you, yeah google earth is fantastic <laughs> you know cheap air tra- Cheap airfare, yeah. you know, don't have to worry about, you know, quarantines, nothing. It's all good. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> uh, so how, how have you been spending your quarantine? Now I'd rather, you know, you know um, COVID-19 times, as it were. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. These are great times. These are fantastic times. Uh, you know, I've uh, I've been, you know, at home a lot, mm-hmm. as we all should. Uh, no, I, I've actually been working here and there, doing some odd and end jobs, you know, uh, some filming now because we can do that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh very little socializing, unfortunately, but I've been hanging out with my dog most of the time, so okay. she's been great. Yeah. Um, but it's been really chill, actually. 2020 has been more of a, a retirement year, non-retirement <laughs> year that I, I didn't want. But yeah, mm-hmm. you know, hoping to get back to work soon. But it is what it is. Yeah. Did, did you manage to pick up any new hobbies, skills, pursue any new dreams? Because I know for a lot of people, uh, with all this extra time, they've picked up cooking, gardening, you know, streaming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, I started learning how to set up the whole home studio because I okay. do a lot of YouTube stuff anyway. So I got into that a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, more into the photography aspect of what I do because I do a lot of camera reviews online and tech mm-hmm. reviews. So I've been playing that a bit more. 
What else? Um, you know, I've been cycling more, but I've been doing that for the last number of years anyway. Okay. So I guess just more or less just sort of expanding on what I've already been doing, mm -hmm. but just more focused on it, you know, mm. because, you know, with this whole pandemic, you know, all the live hosting events, that's all gone out yep. the hell. That's done, yeah. you know, at least yeah. till, you know, the next couple of months at least. So, you know, I had to figure out different ways to sort of make money and then also, you know, keep myself busy. Mm. Uh, Bobby, I have to ask, you were actually born in the States in Las Vegas, right? Yeah. And, and That's a weird place to get born. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wonderful born place. Born on a blackjack to table. There you go. I was born on a blackjack table, you know? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know if a lot of people know this about you. You had a professional hmm. baseball career. Was that it? Well, I was well, semi pro. I was actually scouted by, I was getting scouted by the Minnesota Twins and the Oakland A's at one point in time wow. in high school. And then I uh, tore my rotator cuff, so that sort of uh, cut that dream a little bit. Because what happened is then once you do that, is I was a pitcher, mm -hmm. uh, so they want you to go back, you know, go to rehab, go to university, see how you perform, and then from there they'll sort of reevaluate you to say, okay, great, we can uh, pick you up or not. And unfortunately, my shoulder never returned to what it was, mm -hmm. so that was a short-lived dream. But uh, I had moments, sparks of that, that. Uh, that that baseball dream as a kid. The, the picture is the guy who throws the ball, right? Yala. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, non in baseball, baseball, most people fans. throw the ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, the, <laughs> so it's kind of like cricket. The guy on the mound, that's like the pitcher in baseball. Sure. So instead of like, you know, bouncing it, we just throw it at the glove. So that's what I was doing for most part. Um, okay. And yeah, then I played semi-pro after I couldn't, you know, go to the, let's say the minors or whatever the case is with these major, major league teams. But, mm -hmm. you know, it was, uh, it was close. I was close to at least getting drafted. I mean, I wouldn't have been like a, some top draft pick, but I could have mm -hmm. gotten, you know, like single A, double A baseball. That right. was sort of, you know, what I was hoping to go and then maybe go up from there if I had the, the skill level to do it. Okay, this yeah. might be the most random baseball question ever coming from a guy who's sure. never watched or played baseball <laughs> think, yeah. in his entire life. But because... For pitches, right, you're always throwing with, you know, your dominant arm, your right arm. Yes. You, you uh, can't throw the other arm, otherwise it won't make it to the... <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it'll be all wobbly, the right? better, yeah. So, so do all yeah. pitches, like, are they all lopsided? Like, they have <laughs> muscles out the wahoo on the right-hand side, but on the left-hand side, it's like, you know, lip noodle. That's actually a very good question. You know what? Right? That's a good question. Right? Because, honestly enough, mm. yes, you will see that people, like... When I was a baseball player, my shoulder was like this right. for a lot of years mm -hmm. because I was I've always I used my left arm, yes. which is right in your screen here. Yeah. But I was always a little bit tilted. Now I'm still a little bit that way, but mm. you know, I mean, because you've been I was doing it for so many years as a kid yeah. that sometimes when I was uh, modeling or acting, they're like, "Oh, can you straighten your shoulder up a little bit?" Because I was like, <laughs> lopsided. Oh, okay, now it's lopsided. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you do you do get that actually. Yeah, that oh. is uh, it's a fair assessment. Funny enough, that's something that out of all the questions of baseball, that's what you recognize. That's I amazing. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. This, He's this a comes, weird one. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. No, this comes because I've always had the same problem. And Jackie, you know this yes. as well. I, mm -hmm. Because uh, I used to carry my school bag as a child on my left-hand side. I never, you know, put it both on. So I developed right. this weird, like, you know, my left was always higher than my right. I think it still is. So. Yeah. So I, that's I true. It's very same, good. Yeah. You're absolutely we were, right, yes. When, when we were dating, I was actually, it got to a point, I kept telling him, I was like, can you straighten up your, and then it just got to a point where I just pushed his uh, right. shoulder down, yeah, and then yeah. he, he'll did, readjust it immediately. <laughs> or did you ask him to carry your handbag on the right hand, or the left hand, or the other Never. arm? Never. <laughs> so I'm not one out. of those kind of people. <laughs> no, no, I am no. not. <laughs> yes. 
An applause for Jackie. Yeah, carry my oh. own shit. Uh, there we go. There we go. So, so how, long has it, how, how long has it been since you sort of, you know, um, called Singapore your home? Because... Mm. Last week. Last week. <laughs> it is home. During COVID. During no, no. no. It's, like, home, it's home. It's, I can't go anywhere. Yeah. I can't go anywhere. You're stuck here. I'm out. I'm out of here, man. I'm stuck here. Yeah. No, yeah. like, I mean, when you first came here and then we started you know, hearing and seeing Bobby Tanelli on TV shows mm -hmm. and stuff like that. When was it when you were like, okay, you know, Singapore, I'm going to spend some time here? You know, I kind of knew off the bat that I'd be here long term. I didn't know oh. how long, mm -hmm, but I mm -hmm. figured that, I mean, I kind of came here without a return ticket. It was oh. a one-way ticket that I bought and I just said, okay, I'm just going to try to make it here. Right. And uh, that was it. And, you know, I thought maybe five years, seven years, 10 years, and now it's been 13 years and going mm. and it doesn't feel like it. It yeah. feels, I mean, time has gone by so fast because when I decided to move here was in 2007. Mm. So uh, I guess, yeah, time just flew by, you know, you before I knew it. You came essentially on a whim. <laughs> Not on a whim. No, okay. I was first here not... I mean, it's, well, nah, let's just come to Singapore. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like crazy poor white guy, you know, yeah. it's a crazy occasion. It's crazy poor white guy. Um, no, I, I came here in 1997 mm -hmm. and I came here as a model. That was the first place that I was scouted outside of America to come was Asia and Singapore was the first stop. Mm -hmm. And then I, I ended up staying here for seven months and then I left and then I went back to America. I was living in Los Angeles at the time. And then I met a film director who actually just got back from Singapore and he wanted to write a movie about Singapore and, you know, focus it there and stuff like that. So I said, we started chatting and we got funding for the film and we ended up shooting that film here in 2004. Mm. So it stayed on for a number of months after that. And then I left, went back to America and then the movie was finally finished and went through all the festivals. And then we were going to premiere it in Singapore in the theaters. And so we were going to do promo. So he said, Hey, do you want to fly back? And this is in early 2007. I said, sure. Why not? I mean, I've got not much going on here in, in America. I mean, I was working, but nothing that would hold me back from going to Singapore again. Right. So bought a ticket, came back out. And I just looked at Singapore. The landscape was different. It was more cosmopolitan. It was much more, I guess, open to Westerners. I mean, it wasn't like it was never open to Westerners, mm -hmm. but from 1997 to 2004, I mean, and to 2007, there was a difference. And I yeah. thought, you know what? Maybe I could try doing some entertainment, you know, like film, television here. And everybody thought I was absolutely nuts. They're like, mm -hmm. you're you're a white guy. You're not, you know, yeah. you might do some, <laughs> you might do some theater, but you better have a job, you know? And, yeah. uh, you know, I, and, I, and I like, you know, doing some weird, you know, things. But I say, you know what, I don't, let me just give it a chance. You know, mm -hmm. if it doesn't work, I can always just pack up and go right back to America. I have an apartment. I have a car. I have all these things. I have, you know, that available for me. So that's what I did. I just packed up and I came out here. And, you know, I struggled for the first uh, number of months. I had to start modeling again, which mm -hmm. I haven't done for a number of years, mm -hmm. just to sort of get my, you know, make some money, make some income. And then I think within the first year, I started doing some TV. And then from yep. there, just sort of escalated into now. And which here is, you are. Now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was the movie? That... In my home studio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the movie that uh, you guys filmed here? It was a film called Cages. So okay. it was with uh, Tan, Tan Keng Hua, mm. uh, uh, Mako Iwamatsu, who's actually the first Asian to be nominated for Academy Award. Right. Uh, he's been in a number of films. He was a fantastic old gentleman. He passed away um, a number of years back, unfortunately, mm. but uh, really was a very uh, eye-opening experience because I was a really new actor at that time. I really mm. haven't done much on screen. Mm -hmm. So to have those experiences with these veteran actors and to do this and everything else, it was... Uh, it was a great experience, yeah. I, I, I feel like that name is so familiar. Is it on Netflix? Because, you know, recently they... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Netflix probably, bought a yeah. whole bunch of Singapore films and yeah. TV yeah. shows, right? So I'm like going through all this stuff. I'm like, man. Yeah, it might it might be. I actually don't know to be honest with you, mm-hmm. but it used to be shown on National Day in subsequent oh, years after okay. it came out in the theaters here because it's a very nationalistic kind of movie in okay. terms of the way it's the way it's shot, the way it looks. I mean, it's a little bit more gritty, a little bit more dramatic. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's about a single mother and her, you know, and um, and she has a, a child who has uh, who's visually impaired, mm. who's estranged from her father, and there's this family dynamic that comes into play. I was wow. the piece of shit boyfriend yeah. <laughs> uh, he's just there for sex i mean you know yeah sounds intense right, right. Oh, it was great i mean it was, it was fun it was fun yeah okay yeah so that was sort of what this film was about mm. now the thing is you said you came because you were modeling to begin with right when uh, you can't sing. Well. so you model you act you're a host you've been on radio as yes. well yeah uh, yeah is there one that you enjoy the most out of all of the things you've done uh, or are doing i would say well, I'd say acting is was always always been my first passion for before anything else. Mm-hmm. But hosting, as of you know, I, I started doing hosting because I needed to make money. Right. And as you know, as a white actor, you're not going to do a lot of TV shows here. You know, I've been fortunate mm-hmm. to do what I've done, yeah. but you're not going to be like a lot of the you know local actors or even Pan Asian actors that you're going to be. You can do subsequent shows with one show after another. Yeah. It's maybe one or two two shows a year every two years. Mm-hmm. So I needed to do something to make income, and the hosting was something that I learned. Irene Ong actually from Fly, mm. she taught me it. She said, "Look, if you want to be here, you got to do this." So I was like, <laughs> "Okay, let's do it," and I ended up enjoying it a lot, and I love hosting, and that sort of a um, little bit of that skill set. And plus, I guess at the time I was doing quite well on TV that brought me into radio, but mm-hmm. I think hosting and acting are right now neck and neck, but you know, whatever pays the bills currently right now, that's what I'll do. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way of looking at it. Yeah. So, you know, growing you know, up, did you ever I'm practical, think- I'm practical. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, growing up, did you ever think that this would be the life you would be leading or did you want to be something else? Did you no. want to be a baseball player, astronaut? Baseball. It was actually baseball. Always baseball. Um, okay. I- it was baseball. Then I thought at one time when I was in university, I was going to go into law enforcement. So I was Ooh. studying white collar criminal uh, crime. I was mm. studying to go into FBI or CIA. Wow. So that was something that I was actually looking into uh, quite heavily. Mm-hmm. And uh, what dissuaded me from doing that was actually understanding the lifestyle that these guys, you know, men and women, actually, I should say, uh, right. live because it's a very nondescript. It's a very low profile, mm-hmm. very lonely life. And they don't get paid a lot of money for what they do. You know, not right. to say money's everything, but yeah. you know, you do want to, you know, get, you know, re, you know, make something. Um, <laughs> and I mean, not to say they don't, but you know what I mean? Right. It's yeah, just yeah. that yeah. you, you, your life is on the line mm-hmm. for not as much money as you might think. And I just thought to myself that if I want to have a family, I want to have kids, that's going to be a very hard life to balance. And for mm. those who are in law enforcement, I highly respect what they do because actually this it's a lot of Hard. not just physical but it's mentally it's mentally right. challenging For sure. um so that was something that I, I i mean i'm still interested in it i still find it fascinating but it was something that i said okay maybe i'll look into something else and then after um i was gonna leave, always looking to get into the tech industry things mm. like that but mm. acting has always been a passion of mine but it's always very hard to do it when you're in los angeles you're out there auditioning yeah. Yeah. you know, get little jobs here and there but you're like can i make it it's mm. i mean it's hard to say you know yeah, yeah. And it's uh, LA. 
I yeah. mean, that's where everybody it's goes LA. to get It's crazy, yeah. Right? Yeah, there's like 50,000 people that look just <laughs> like me, sound like me. I mean, we're like we're like stormtroopers walking into a room. We're all the same. Uh, it's just like, okay, well, I'm going to choose that stormtrooper yeah. over that one. You know, that's what it's like. Oh, gosh. That's a way of putting yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's stormtroopers just <laughs> marching in yeah. to audition. Uh, right, you, okay. just, came out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> you brought up tech right and i, I know yeah. you as a tech guy because i've seen you at a lot of these uh, tech launches stuff like that and we yeah. always end up talking about something <laughs> related to tech anyway be it phones yes. keyboards uh headphones and i see you have the whole home studio set up and everything um yeah. what what is it about tech and th this That's coming so from a guy who's also <laughs> like super into tech so uh, i'm kind of like He's probably going to say the same thing. Uh, okay. <laughs> to me, it's the future. I mean, I've mm. always been fascinated by, fascinated by like, you know, futuristic innovation, creativity, kind of all in that into one, you know, because when I grew up, I was always into sci-fi films mm. and all these things, Star Trek, Star Wars, you know, um, you name it. I, I was watching it and I always loved to think that could be what I was, I could live in one day, you know? Right. And so all these incremental things that we get in our daily lives for let's say our smartphones to cameras to you know even what we're doing right now it's a step to that mm -hmm. that movie that we watched growing up as a kid going i want to be in that yeah you know so to me that's sort of why i have this passion for technology and uh, i i get I, I get so excited by it i mean some things are obviously more exciting to others depending on your preference but I mean, that's what that's what excites me, you know, mm. is just to see that future where we walk into a home and we can just talk to, you know, <laughs> turn everything yeah. on, which we can yeah. sort of do now. But mm -hmm. if, if it understands you or not, yeah. but I mean, but you know what I mean? But to that point where we our lives are simple in a way, but also we can be it's more freeing to create. Mm. And so that to me is what in inspires me about it. Yeah, I, my, I think my favorite thing about technology is that it frees up your time to be creative to be introspective yeah. right it's supposed to take mm. away the mundane things but at the same time too one can argue that it makes us a little bit dumber because i don't yes. know about yes. you but i can't spell worth a damn if you ask me to write something down dude, on a piece of paper so much but dude my spelling is so bad now without spell check you know with, with, without something simple like that it's like <laughs> I feel like an idiot. We got sometimes. the t-shirt. Yeah. We should make the t-shirt. Our yeah. spelling is shit. Thanks to tech. <laughs> <laughs> spelling, um, math is probably out the window as well. Yeah. Dude, mm. I can't even write anymore. The other day I was writing on a piece of paper and I'm like, oh my God, my penmanship is terrible. <laughs> I, I'm like, wow, I, I, I would be, I would get a failing grade in yeah. third, you know, like right now, if I was in third grade, my teacher would, would, yeah, you know, called me back a year. Yeah, it's so bad because yeah. I'm used to typing everything. Yeah. yeah Meanwhile, we can send a message like in seconds, like nobody's business, right? And it's gotten so bad to yeah. the point where I actually just typed down my grocery list already. You know, where oh, once yeah. upon a time we used to write you down write. what we needed from the grocery store. Now it's just notes. Okay, I need eight bread. Jackie, that's so that's so 2012. Oh, sorry, <laughs> it's called Siri. All it's right. Google Assistant. <laughs> Come what? on, Jackie. You guys. Oh, sorry. You guys still go to the supermarket? <laughs> and you just order that shit online, get it sent. It's here within a day. Come on, I'm, guys. I'm old school like that. I'm old school like that. I like Dude. the see, touch, touch, feel, feel the products. Yeah. You know? I actually, I actually like going to the grocery store too. Actually, uh, so yeah, I find it therapeutic because yeah. I go to Amazon or Red Mart and it's like, okay, the delivery time's not good. Okay, yes. they're out of stock today. Mm. They're not with this. Okay, I'm just gonna go down to the grocery store and buy it. That's right. Yeah. Do, do you do anything to disconnect? Because we are so connected, right? Mm. With our lives, mm. with technology, and us being like yeah. very tech guys as well. What do you do to disconnect and get out of there? Uh, you know, there's a lot of times where I just, um, 
I mean, like if I'm going cycling or something like that, I mean, I just, I mean, mm. I have it on me, but I turn it all off and I just, you know, do my thing and I don't, you know, I just want to be one with it. Or if I'm driving a car, sometimes I just turn everything off and mm. I just drive, yeah. you know, um, things like that. I enjoy doing Especially If I'm walking my dog, mm. I turn everything off. I just be with her and I walk with her and play with her. And these are the moments that I enjoy because it is, it's nice to turn it, turn off once in a while. And as a matter of fact, even my social media this year, I've really toned down a lot on it. Right. Um, just because I, you know, it's very hard to post something every single day. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's yeah. challenging to come yeah. up with something, especially when you're not doing as much in 2020 as you were in 2019 or 2018. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, after it's, it's kind of relaxing not to post every day and go, okay, yeah. you know what? I'll post when I feel like it. Yeah. yeah. I got something to show. If not, okay, no big deal. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy it. I mean, my, you know, sometimes clients are like, hey, you need to post more, you need to post more because yeah. obviously I got to make money on social media sometimes. But you know, uh, for, you know, mental well-being, it's good to turn off once in a while. To disconnect. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, yeah. and then you have people on TikTok now. <laughs> hey, <laughs> people, are, are you looking at us, Missy? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, okay, here's the thing. We are like, we, we dipped our toes into TikTok just to create content. But I think... Uh. I think we're starting to be like, you know, like, okay, well, maybe we'll do this once a week. Maybe we'll do this twice a week. But yeah. we know people, we know kids are on the TikTok. On I sound like an old guy. On, on the, the TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> they're on that TikTok. Yeah, that clock, that clock app. Yeah, yeah. TikTok app. Yeah. They're, they're dancing again. Damn it. Oh, yeah, look at another dancing movie. Oh, All right, gosh. here we go. I, I, but I mean... <laughs> Bobby, See, I feel like you're like somewhere in Louisiana talking out your backyard or something. Oh, these kids nowadays. Oh, <laughs> well, that's how, that's how I used to do telemarketing, Jackie, when I was trying to make money back in L.A. Are you I used to do that accent. Yeah, exactly what I used to do. Right. Working with this old voice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is our yeah. attention span, our kids' attention spans, getting way too saturated with stuff? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Reckon. Yeah, no, the attention span is like five seconds now. Yeah. You know, what I mean, you to to hold someone's attention span is very difficult. And you mm -hmm. know, funny thing with TikTok, I got banned from TikTok. I, I got I got banned and I got reinstated. And I did two videos and I got banned. Okay, you naughty what, boy, I mean, what did you do? <laughs> yeah. Okay. First video was me showing pictures that I took at uh, it was a uh, like a like some photos I took at Taipu Sam. It was like very spiritual. Everything they banned me. Right. Okay. Why though? What so, grounds? Well, they they. Isn't it? I, I don't know why they said that the pictures were, you know, this type of some can be inappropriate. I guess mm. and there was no blood or anything like that. It was oh, just people praying or whatever. Okay. Right. But yeah. it was just, I mean, it was very artistic, but mm. I mean, whatever it is. And so they didn't ban me for that. They, they took down my video. Mm. The second video I was with my, my partner, we were in a French restaurant. And so we played some French music we took from one of the videos because that's what you take your song from a video, then you play yeah. it on yours, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then you're dancing like that. And they, they, they banned my account. And I was like, <laughs> What? Wow, man, what did I do? So I wrote to them. I wrote what did them, I, said, I do? And they, what did I do? You know, because I literally banned. I, yeah, that's great, Jackie. Your, your French is coming out very well. Um, but, uh, but, you know, I was like, they literally like completely banned my account. Jeez. And I said, so I emailed them. I said, what did I do? I, said, I went to a French restaurant with my partner dancing or lip syncing to a French song. And then I was putting photos up of Taipusan, which is a spiritual festival in Singapore. And then like three days later, oh, we're sorry. We're going to reinstate you. I said, screw it. I ain't even putting no more TikTok on. You know, so, so TikTok Singapore, yeah. you lost somebody. I'm, okay. I'm not going to do it. 
Oh, oh no. Ban me, ban me off a French song. I'm like, I ah, forget this crap. You know what it was? Someone probably just flagged it as inappropriate because they were mm. screwing with you. They knew who you were. They wanted to be a dick about it. That's Could probably be. what it is. Yeah. I had five views. <laughs> That's all I had. One of those five. Yeah. We really didn't like, but it's like, oh, <laughs> this, oh, this Bobby. Oh, I don't like it. Oh, I'm going to report his shit. <laughs> Like SJWs. That's <laughs> <laughs> not even it. It's like some random troll. It's culturally appropriate. He's not French. Why is he singing a French song? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to know you're not sore about it anymore, Bobby. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. No, no. It, it, it... Put it, let's put it this way. It saved you hours and hours and yeah, hours true. of time doing nonsense and, well, kind of frivolous stuff, right? I know, right? I know. I, I mean, yeah, it's because I, I watch it and I'm getting trying to, I mean, it's a lot of work. I've seen yeah. these TikTokers, is, you know, they, they like do, it's so much work, the editing, the timing. Mm -hmm. And and then I'm thinking to myself, okay, <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. And, but what do you get, you know, what do you get out of it? Some likes. And I mean, I mean, what do you get out of it? Is it the remuneration? Can you mm -hmm. get sponsored? Video? I don't know. I mean, maybe you can, but I'm just like, ah. Well, yeah. I mean, Sorry, there's I'll, this whole I'll, other I'll industry rather... now, you know, of yeah, TikTokers yeah. who are making it. They have billions of views and they're just doing whatever magic tricks, cool transitions, stuff like that. Oh, I know. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, maybe I should get it back into it, but I'll probably get banned again for the third time. And then I'll be like, ah, screw it. <laughs> yeah, it's just a picture of my camera. Like, yeah. <laughs> banned. No, no, we don't like that brand. Out. It's offensive. <laughs> You Chowang Mall, you're gone. <laughs> oh, TikTok is only for, you know. Asians. <laughs> Crazy rich Asians. He's American. Oh. Uh, speaking of He's which, it's, it, it's on Netflix finally, Crazy Rich Asians. Yes. And I, uh, yeah. I I finally watched it last night. Ah. Yeah. You, you wow, had a, a, a role I, in I, that movie. I had you? a role. I, I got completely cut out. The whole oh. scene got cut out, as a matter of fact. Okay. No, we did. We shot... I, I worked on it. It was the second day of filming. We were shooting in KL, which right. they sort of re-imagined uh, as New York. So we were in this um, kind of this bar sort of club mm. area that did karaoke. And this was the, it's actually a very cool scene. Mm -hmm. So this was the introduction of, you would see Henry, uh, Nick Young as an adult. Cause you see him as a kid when he's going in the hotel. Right. For those who haven't seen it, well, yep. you know, he goes in the hotel with his mom and then they, they're, you know, they say some racial, racial things to them. And then the mom, the family buys the hotel mm -hmm. anyway. So how it happens is that um, my character, well, basically, what's what's the uh, what was the what's the what's the girl's name? The show, Rachel? the characters, Rachel. There yeah. we go. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. So Rachel was up for promotion to become, I think, uh, you know, a, get a, get a promoted promotion in her university as yeah. a, as a teacher, and I'm the one that got the promotion instead of her, and she was a bit down, and oh. I go over there to console her, and then it's a kind of a, then so someone puts her name to go and do karaoke, right. to cheer her up. She can't really, she's bombing on stage. Then Nick comes in, sees his girlfriend there bombing, goes on stage, sings with her. They have this really romantic, cool moment where everybody's dancing, having a good time. It's a really cool scene. Oh. And it's a great introduction to Henry Golding. Like, it's like one of those scenes where you go, wow, there he is. There's <laughs> yeah. the hero of the movie walking through the bar, looking yeah, studly yeah. and shit, you know? So what happens is, as I find out later, and we spent all day, I was flown out to Kale. I was there for four days, right. shot for an entire day, you know, and everyone's like, yeah, it's a small part, but you're definitely going to be in the movie because this is an integral part. This is why uh, um, Nick invites Rachel to go to Singapore to cheer her up and everything mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. 
And they cut the entire scene off. <laughs> Mike Kasem's in the, in the scene as well because oh. the song, supposedly what I understand, is the song that they were doing karaoke to, which is by Arrested Development, oh. has some, you know, uh, the lyrics. It's a very popular song, but it's something about the people in chains or something about slavery. I forget what it, it's, the song is. You guys are on radio. You should know what I'm talking about. You know, it's a very popular song. <laughs> you were too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. I, yeah. <laughs> I was on class 95, you know what I mean? Like I was doing night songs, you know, it was all, it was Backstreet Boys eight times a night, you know what I mean? But, uh, and Michael learns the rock. That's all I remember. But I, but I mean, but, uh, but, uh, but, um, but anyway, so they were worried that people would find the song offensive if they were doing karaoke to it. Oh, which, okay. Because we were in that time of, of the social justice warriors coming yeah. out there and really like, you know, I don't think it, you know, but they couldn't replace the song because they were lip syncing to it for a karaoke session. Right. So it's not like they could reshoot the scene because yeah. it was by that time, everybody's long gone. So they just had to cut it out completely. Why, so, why'd they choose that song then, interestingly enough? Yeah. They could have <laughs> done, know, the, you know. The, the director wanted the song, I guess. I mean, he's a big music guy. He's oh. fantastic. And uh, I think he just loved the song. But I mean, you know, obviously, at that point in time, everyone is really hypersensitive about anything. Well, they still are now. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> nothing's changed there. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Which is unfortunate because nobody thought anything of it. Like anybody yeah. there, and there was black, Hispanic, I mean, there's all different nationalities that nobody thought the song was bad. Mm, but mm. they were just worried that there would be some repercussions. So they said, okay, just to sort of, you know, you know play it safe, take it out. Yikes. That's that's the that's the story that I heard anyway. So you do see the uh, scene, um, you know, the, the on YouTube. But even they cut my portion of that even there at that point in time. But it was fun. I got to interact. I got to, you mm. know we had we had a good time shooting it. But yeah, so I was like, yeah, I'll be in crazy rotations, but I can't even put on my cre not even a credit to it. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so that doesn't yeah. go on your resume then, I guess. You can't go on the resume now. Yeah, now nah. oh, well. <laughs> you're not in the final cut. You can't put on the resume. <laughs> oh right, right. Oh no. And you put like deleted scene, yeah, Is right? It in the extras yeah. of the yeah. Blu-ray, yeah, yeah. The the white guy in the deleted scene, that's me, yeah. That's me. <laughs> yeah. Poor thing. Oh, no. uh, let's go. Let's go back to tech. Like, I mean, uh, are you still <laughs> yeah. hosting the? <laughs> The, t the tech show? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I do. I do. Uh, it's. I mean, we put up episodes. I think every few, every week, a few episodes every okay. week. But yeah, Tech Three Hundred and Sixty. So I do that. I mean, I have. I shoot about probably five to six videos a month on average, mm. and uh, so those go up all the time. Yeah. Do you do it yourself, or do you have somebody there to help you out with that? No, I, I, we have a team. Yeah. So okay, we have okay. a guy. Uh, uh, we have uh, kind of a camera guy that does yep. it, and then I sort of come up with the content. I test the con the products. Uh -huh. Then we have an editor that edits as well, and then we sort of put it together, and then I sort of oversee all that to make sure that it's what I want it to be and right. everything else, and then it goes out there. Yeah. Well, this is not work for you then, because you like to play with gadgets, so it's just like, ah, oh, what do it's, you it, it, No, right? it's actually work it sometimes, to be frank with you, because, mm. you know, after a while, especially like right now, mm -hmm. this is like Techtober. So yeah. you're getting mm. all these products coming out and they're coming out like every few days, every week. Yeah. And, you know, at home, I've got a number of phones, a number of cameras, a number of lenses. And I'm going, Jeez. I've got to do videos on all these things. <laughs> and it takes a lot of time to test, review, mm. you know, come up with an opinion, you know, present to it on camera, you know, do the shooting. Because when you shoot a video, it takes a couple hours. It's not yeah. something that's relatively easy to shoot, you know. Sure. And you know, then through the editing process, you work with editors, make sure that they know what they're putting in. Because sometimes editors don't know. We, we use interns. We use different editors from different, um, you know, backgrounds. And sometimes they don't understand text. So they're like, okay, well, no, this 
this spec is about this. So put this uh, B-roll or, you know, yeah. this close up here for the, it's, so it's a lot of work that comes into play. So mm. yeah, would you say yeah. you're very hands-on with it? Uh, you have an idea very. of how this wants to be presented and it has to go yes. this way. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, uh, I have con complete control, which is cool. The, the company is really cool in that regard that they give mm. me carte blanche in terms of how I want to present the product, what my opinion is. Yep. It's all comes from me. Yeah. Mm. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what tech what tech uh, item are you most looking forward to that's coming up? <laughs> well, well, I mean, obviously the new iPhone's coming out will be interesting. Yeah. To see what that is. Um, mm. oh, gosh, camera wise, I mean, I, I've tried most of them already that have come out. So, I mean, oh. if you like it, cameras like the A7S three by Sony, which is really good for video. Mm -hmm. I tried that briefly. It's a fantastic camera. I mean. It's hard to say because there's some things I know that I can't talk about. But oh, yeah, okay, um, okay, I see. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, uh, so I, I've signed. I've signed a lot of NDAs yes, to yes. what I can say and can't say. But yeah. there's some cool stuff happening. But I actually will be looking more forward to the what tech is happening right now is because obviously with the pandemic and everything mm. else in terms of budgeting and everybody, you know, a lot of people that are not working right now, they're coming out what with you know, higher spec, more affordable tech, mm -hmm. which is making it more enticing for people to buy new phones or buy yeah. new cameras or new laptops and things like that, because, you know, it was getting way out of hand, you know, mm. I mean, yes, phones are getting two, $3,000, but now they're taking a lot of that technology and bringing it down to a much more affordable yeah. uh, product. And, you know, what? honestly speaking, these companies could do that. You know, yeah. they were just really just, I think, pushing the limit in terms of how much money they were making. Mm -hmm. But now with, uh, you know, the economy not doing as well as it was, you know, prior, like say last year, the year before, mm -hmm. they have to be more open to this. And so I'm, I, I'm liking that, you know, because mm -hmm. I think tech should be affordable. It should be more inviting to people. Mm -hmm. You know, what about you? What are you looking forward to seeing? PlayStation 5, obviously. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but did you, I mean, are you going to get it? Because I heard the first pre-orders are all sold out and it's like, yeah. that's it for a number of months right I, I should be able to get it i, I know a guy who knows yeah. a guy i have a guy oh, so you, you have guys you have guys a guy or a girl i have a person come on now person. We, come on young we got we got to be you know person yeah, yeah no gender person. person yeah person <laughs> unless they identify as some sort of uh you know something else then well i mean there's well, nothing that covers know. everything right if you want to cover everything we can't it's impossible. Yeah, yeah. True. You can't even avatar. That's it. Yeah, yeah. it's an avatar. <laughs> Do you game often, or is it? No, sort the of thing a, is that yeah. I, I, I was trying. To, I have a PlayStation Four, and I was mm. playing with it a bit, and I love it. And I was playing Spider Man for you know a while, oh, which yeah. is joy. But I, you know, I've got to, I've got to get into it more. You know, I was trying mm. to do it more, but I just feel like. This is this is the old part of me. I'm like, if I'm gaming too much, am I'm being non-productive? Yeah, yeah. I gotta be doing something. I gotta be productive with, you know. Yeah. Well, then I realized, yeah. but then I realized mm -hmm. that actually it is being productive because this is the future. This is the fastest growing sport in the world. Yes, before, yes. beyond anything else. And mm -hmm. if you understand the gaming world, you understand a lot of what you know the younger generation is going through. What they're seeing, how they're mm -hmm. interacting. So there's an education there. So I got to take that old man's mindset out <laughs> right? and right. get on, get on the console, get that, get that controller back in my hands and start playing because it's also great for hand-eye coordination. It's also great yep. for, you know, a lot of, you know, physical things as well. So mm -hmm. well, yeah. it's mentally stimulating as well. It oh, is. Yeah. Well, yeah. yes, it is. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I mean, video games, especially in this day and age, right? It's, it's, well, I, I believe it, it, it is an art. I've always thought of it as an art. 
So mm. art is inspired by life and what happens in real yeah. life, what, like you said, what people want to play, how they play, the stories people yes. want told to them, you know, or, or want to experience. It says a lot about mm. our society. Like a game like The Last of Us, you know, mm -hmm. probably wouldn't have seen it 10 years ago. But now you get to see, I, I'm not going to spoil it for anyone who hasn't played it yet, but it is very heart-wrenching and there are a lot of controversial moments. You know, so I don't what's know the premise you, of the game? What's the premise of the game? Uh, the original Last of Us, end of the world, sort of bio. Okay. It's a zombies, zombie apocalypse breaks out, only it's okay. not quite zombies, whatever, right? But um, No Brad Pitt. No, no Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt no, so. no, no. But the main character... Pass. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a girl, you're a little girl. And then the second <laughs> one comes around... Yeah, yeah. The uh, second one comes around, she's all grown up, and the choices she's made has been, have been quite controversial in the gaming world. Oh, interesting. Interesting, and, okay. Like, to the level where some characters or the voice actors are getting death threats, I'm like, okay. They've are they Trump supporters or something, or what? <laughs> <laughs> they hit a nerve. Sorry. Hit, and, and you know these are these, you know, uh, weirdos who are like, hey, I, I must get on the keyboard, keyboard warriors, right? Mm. And I don't yeah. like what you've done, bro. <laughs> Sort of a you know, group of people. Yeah. yeah let yeah. me send a threatening email. Ha ha ha. Wow. Yeah. Oh. But, uh, have you thought of streaming? Yeah, that's an interesting one. I, you know, on Twitch, right? Get a mm. Twitch channel going, and yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. I, I stream what though? Because I don't game much, so I'd be like, okay. <laughs> well, see, that's your excuse for gaming. So that's become my excuse for gaming. I just started yeah. streaming myself, right? And yeah. that's essentially how I finish my games now. I just set aside schedule i'm like okay i have to finish this game because i always got to a point where it was like i would buy a new game and i would play yeah. for about a week and then life would get in the way mm. right i never finished it right so my trick now is to okay now that i'm streaming it i'm committed to this journey uh, my viewers are like all right yeah let, let's do this together so that's become sort of a thing so you can tell your wife, honey, I'm streaming. Don't yeah, bug yeah. me, please. No, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's how I get my game time, essentially. Yes, okay. Now, I hope she's not listening to this. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I've seen people make a lot of money on t on uh, Twitch streaming yeah. games, you yeah. know? So, I mean, I think it's quite fun. I've never watched a gaming, a streaming platform on it. No, I have a friend, uh, Mesomate, who's an art, who's a graphic artist. Mm. And he actually did this uh, Twitch uh, sort of like a, a talk show on Twitch was actually quite interesting. Okay. And for photographers and visual artists and things like that, which is great. So I saw Twitch as a much more versatile platform. And yeah. I mean, I mean, Twitch has been around for years, but I think over obviously since this, you know, the last past year, it's really grown and it's mm -hmm. gone tremendous. You know, it's it's fantastic. So I wouldn't mind it. But you know, the funny thing is, I'm actually very shy. So people have asked me, would you want to stream or do things like this? And I'm, and I'm a shy person to go live. Right. You know, like oh, we're recording okay. here, so it's fine. Mm -hmm. But I always feel like, man, I'm live. Shit. Uh, yeah, pressure. <laughs> this on is weird. Spot. This yeah. is pressure. Yeah. It's really, it's it's really tough. You know, on radio, nobody sees you. Yes. You know, it's just your voice or whatever yes. pieces. And I and I pre-record a lot of my bits anyway, so mm. it's fine on radio. Yeah. But I mean, um, when you're really live on Twitch, I mean, your face, everything going, or yeah. oh my, it, it's a little nerve-wracking for me. But I, I guess I got to get over that. Because, I mean, hell, I'm in the industry. I better do something, right? No, yeah. I've, uh, I find it very yeah. interesting that you're saying this because, I mean, you're Bobby Tonelli, you're a host guy, you're a TV guy, you're a radio guy, and you're like, you're... Okay, I, I can get the shy part. I feel like, you know, a lot of people think that us industry people, uh, people in media industry are these loud, like, wow, boisterous people. And some of us are. Yeah. But I know a yeah. lot of radio DJs who are very quiet introverts. Mm -hmm. 
myself yes. included. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We we just put it on when the camera is on. You and mean we're not real? No. Mr. Young, we're not being <laughs> real. No, we're we're just a figment <laughs> of your imagination. We're a computer simulation. Wow. Right? Yeah. No, okay, I, I mean... That's well, really good. But actually, that's, that's exactly how I am. So when I'm outside in public, I'm very quiet. Like, yeah. I'm very to myself. I don't talk a lot. I mean, if people come and say hi, I'll say hi, of course. Yeah. But, you know, so when you're going live and just talking, you know, like what we're doing now, if this was live, mm -hmm. I would do it, but I would be, you know, I'd be... I'm very nervous, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. There, there would be that pressure of I'm on, I got to have my game face in, which is quite yeah. like, okay, watching all these Twitch streamers has been an education to me in that mm. sometimes you literally don't really have to present, you don't have to do anything. A lot of the Twitch streamers who are making bank are the ones who are just sitting there talking about their day, talking, <laughs> to be honest, bullshit, right? <laughs> but people are donating bits, mm. you know, following. I'm like, how? You're feeding like, into it. Yeah. No, it's mm -hmm. like you're literally sharing your life. And they are, I guess they have the personality to do that. You know, they're like, yeah. every part of my life. Come with me on the MRT. <laughs> like I was watching this one Singapore streamer and she's she literally streams her in the wet market, in, on the MRT, in her bedroom. Oh, guys, you know, I'm so bored today. It was so hot. I'm like, what the f and people are like <laughs> popping off thousands yeah, but, of yeah. viewers. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Uh, yeah, so, but you know, but I mean, it comes to a certain, I mean, okay, for me, here's my, maybe this is the old part of me coming okay. into play, <laughs> but isn't it, do you're a certain age where you can't do that anymore? Like, I am 45, yeah, man, I'm just sitting at home and I'm like, I got no much going on today. I'm really bad. You know, I tried to order pizza and it came the wrong order. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. when you're 20 something, you can get away with that because it's like, okay, you're young, you're experiencing life. You're, yeah. you're, you're you know, you're, you know, you're, you're seeing life for the first time, right? Yeah. Right. But when you're 38, 30, in your mid thirties yeah. and forties, people expect you to have your shit together. Like, okay. <laughs> We, you know, we, like, we have old people problems now, I think. Yeah, <laughs> like, nobody know, cares. So, okay, yeah, okay. I'm so, in the nursing home yeah. now, you know. <laughs> so Rocking back I've and forth. A, I got an itch back here. <laughs> I can't squint. So, I got a pain uh, here. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe the, maybe the trick is... I got a pimple in my ass yeah. and I'm trying to squeeze it. <laughs> Dude, I think that would be great content. These kids would be like, ha! Oh, Look at this old yeah. guy trying to live life. Actually, it no. might be entertaining. Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably would be. Yeah. Maybe when I'm 70, I'll make a comeback on Twitch. You know, hey guys, I'm back. Uh, no, but it might like, work. I, I, I see people doing artwork <laughs> on Twitch, and, and that to me yeah. is fascinating. You see the process because that's a skill, right? Mm. Yeah. But, and, and gaming is a skill as well. People who do speed it runs, is. yeah, stuff like that. But no, really, gaming is a big skill, a huge yeah. skill. Oh, yeah. Dude, esports is huge, and uh, the money involved wow. now as well. Yeah. And at our age, we're not getting into esports. At most, we play oh. for fun, right? Like, yeah, no. Well, actually, no. You know what's funny? They do have some older people on some of these pro teams now. Yeah, they've got. I mean, older than us. Okay, they've got okay. them on these pro really? teams. So, yeah. yes, I because I was uh, I was doing some uh, VO work for one esports at one time, right? Yeah. And and I was like, they've got some elderly guys doing some esports gaming stuff on teams. Mm. I mean, I, I haven't seen them in their jerseys and you know, in their gear, but yeah, they do have it. That's so, cool. so this I mean, could be a comeback. Is the entire yeah. team carrying this one Vela? So, okay, we need the old guy to know. represent. He probably bought <laughs> you know, the whole team, pays for everything, the jerseys. Possibly, so yeah. He's probably some like billionaire mogul and stuff like. He's like, I just want to be a gamer. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, okay, fine, we'll just carry him. Like, oh, okay, you stay at the back, don't do anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Essentially, it's a four on five. Everything a single time they play. Yeah. 
five on five. Just try to stay alive. Behind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, because you know it, it's that whole uh, fast twitch fiber. You know, speed of your you know reflexes and shit like that, and the older you get, the slower this stuff you know mm. goes, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yep, it does. It's true. It's true. Mm. It's true. Yeah. But you know what's funny? I realized how big esports was. Is that I was invited to a one esports event and they had it at the National Stadium. So I thought, okay, I'll go there, mm. and maybe it'd be like you know, a, you know, a few hundred people, whatever. You yeah. know, I thought, you know, what? what? I walked in. Mm-hmm. There was more people than a Taylor Swift concert. The place was <laughs> packed, Jeez. like to the to the top, all the way down. And it's not just like guys, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's husbands and wives and kids and families. And I'm like, <laughs> I looked around this thing, going, "Holy shit! <laughs> like this is this is massive." And it's yeah. basically two teams. I forget the teams, but it was like an American American team and a Chinese team. Mm. And it was I think it was Dota too. Uh-huh. And it was phenomenal mm-hmm. i was blown away by what i saw mm-hmm. and i was like oh man that's it this is the future yeah, yeah. i'm in the wrong industry yeah. man. yeah well well uh maybe it's time yeah. to learn league of legends maybe it's time i think we so i think it's team. time yeah i think we should we should let's go boot yeah. camp. the retirees like, yeah 17 year olds be our teacher like all right man <laughs> This is what you need to do. I was just about to ask, what would you all call yourselves if you did oh. form a team? The, the old guys. The oldies. The yeah, old guys. Yeah. Yeah. We shouldn't be. We need toilet breaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need toilet breaks. We did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spunky name. The toilet, the toilet breakers. Yeah. yeah. We're the only team that needs to hit pause. Everyone else is like playing for two hours in a row. Like, yeah, no exactly. Like, wait, wait, we need to go. The bladder's calling. Yeah, the, yeah the, either that or we have buckets next to, next to us and we're just pissing in buckets while uh, we're gaming. You know what I mean? It's like, turn said. around. Turn around. It's like secret, secret lab promo. Yeah. You know? Oh, my God. Oh, no. I just had visuals in my head. And it didn't oh. help that Bobby actually did that. Oh. Yeah, uh, just, you know, just just uh, tweak the Omni desk a little bit. Just bring it down, you know, and then bring it back up. Um, oh, what God. shameless plug? Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, what, what what does the next few months or years look like for Bobby Tonelli? Uh, do you have Is any it, goals you want to hit? You know, that's interesting. Uh, hmm. I mean, I think. Uh, the next, probably the next few, well, the next few months, I mean, oh, who knows? You know what I mean? We don't even know from one week to the next. So we know right. we're waiting to go into phase three. So, I mean, hopefully get back up into work and everything else. But I would like to sort of do more regional work once we can start traveling again. I think that was what I was hoping for for 2020. And I had uh, that sort of aligned right. to get out of Singapore a bit more, do more regional work. So I hope to do that coming into it. Um you know, obviously settle down a little bit more, maybe get married or something mm. like that, you know, because, you know, I mean, it's time, you yeah. know, it's time. Sure. I can't be the Lone Ranger forever, you know? <laughs> uh, you know Are no you getting any flack with. from your friends or something? Like, Bobby. No, I mean, I don't get flack for them, but I mean, I think, uh, I think it just comes to that time where you go, okay, I'm ready to settle down. Mm. Like, okay. Mm. I mean, I'm not out there and going to nightclubs. I'm not dating you. And I've been with the same person for a number of years now, I think for like seven years. So it's like, okay, it's time to settle down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to do that. Maybe, you know, look at investing in different things, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, still obviously entertainment's fun and I love this industry and I'll still dabble in it, but I think more just kind of, you know, investing and diversing a little bit more. Well, you're you know? all grown up. Until, Check you out. Marriage, I, investments. Well, 
Oh my. Well, I mean, I mean, I got to. I mean, I'm like Jackie. Sooner or later, you know. You know. I'm so proud of I you, Bobby. So I'm mean, doing what I to do. I'm playing fathers on TV now. You know what I mean? It's not like. Oh, that's a you know, hit and a half. Okay. Soon, you know, I just did a Surya show. I had these two girls that were my daughters, and I'm like, damn, man. Like, I'm getting these roles wow. now. Yeah. And they're like 20, 21 years old. You know, 21, oh, like 30. I'm like. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you know what I'm like. Uh, that's where you're at, Bobby. That's where and you're at. And the best part of it was the best part of it was I was acting with one of them. They said, "Can you stop acting like the boyfriend?" You know, oh! I'm like, okay, so. <laughs> can you stop acting oh, like the snap. boyfriend? Oh snap! Because uh, <laughs> I don't feel my age. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. so I, I realized, like, oh shit! You know, I gotta like be fatherly and like oh fuck, yeah. how do you be fatherly you well know, if you don't feel your age you don't act your age right no so, yeah, and i hard. don't you know like i'm in my mid four i'm in my mid 40s now and i'm like going i i feel like i'm in my early 30s you know like yeah. come on let's do that you know yeah and they're like no you can't be that way <laughs> but isn't that a good thing it keeps you creative it keeps you yeah sort of, yeah oh, it totally keeps you yeah. yeah because i know no, a lot of people who are my age and they've totally settled into the I'm my age and I should act my age and they sort of let everything go. I, I, I'm not saying that you have to look a certain way or be a certain way, right? Like, do you, be happy, yeah. whatever, right? But yeah. you can tell in their voice, like, they've resigned to their fate. Like, oh, you know, oh, okay, no. I, have, I have to go to my job. And like the yeah. 10 minutes they get away from their job or mundane life is like the best time they can have. Yes. Yes, I know what you mean. You know, it, the funny thing is that, like, I, I, I love being that youthful, but, you know, when clients stop hiring you because you're not young enough anymore, yeah. and they're like, oh, you're a little too old, yeah. you're not in the age, then you're sort of going, oh, maybe I, I do need to grow up a little bit, you know? Right. Slap in the face, like, though. It is, it is. Right? It's sort of disheartening, but it's yeah. like, yeah, I guess so. But, I mean, there's also other opportunities, too, because, yeah. you know, when you are, let's say you want to, like, they want to hire you to promote a product that is a little bit more upscale, mm -hmm. they're not going to hire a young, guy, a young guy to do it. So right. I always find it fascinating in that they hire, like, 21-year-old, 22-year-olds to promote Gucci that costs two, dollars $3,000 <laughs> for an outfit. I'm going, but... Where yeah. did you get the money? <laughs> yeah, where do you get the money to buy that? Yeah. Like, it's usually older people that are going to buy that. Mm -hmm. yeah. But that's it's that whole youth targeting youth to make you feel more young and vibrant, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we're not going to see like two aunties holding an LV on an ad anytime <laughs> no. soon, you know? Even no, though, not, like, yeah. if you've ever Supreme, walked by, you know? an, yeah, if you yeah. ever walk by an LV store and you look at the queue, you're like, okay, it's all aunties. Yeah, yeah. it's aunties, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's an aspirational yeah. thing, you know? I guess. Mm. Um, yeah, it is. It is. So on your journey, what do you think uh, has been the greatest teacher? What has taught you the most or maybe even who? Oh, God, I would say that's a wow. That's a good question. Mm. I would say phew, the greatest teacher has been, you know, I would say Irene Ang has been a really good teacher of, uh, of me because she's gone through, you know, she started off going through. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Mm -mm. <laughs> And he's gone. No, yeah. no, no. Okay, secret my dog, ad. my dog oh. almost ate a piece of rubber. So oh, no. I didn't okay. that from out. Good eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So yeah, um, that didn't want. That'll be a that'll be a quick trip to the vet after this. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, so I think Irene Ong has been a really good teacher because she really came from humble beginnings and then mm. got to where she was. And her mindset has always been work, 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 you know, put the hours in and work, you know, and that was always been something that helped me out a lot. Uh, what else? Um, 
Hard to say, you know, I mean, I think just every job I've gone on, it's taught me something, you know, I, it's just, I, that's how I look at it because I always look at every job could be my last job. So try mm. to take from it what you can, yeah. you know, um, so there's something to learn from every job and experience. There's something to learn from every job, every experience yeah. that you do. So I would say that, I mean, is it, what else is there? I think when I, when I hosted the Avengers, when they came to Singapore, that was a big oh, learning yeah. experience for me, yeah, yeah. you know, um, that, you know, in a, dealing with a massive crowd and yeah. big stars and how to handle that. And, you know, working with Disney, which is phenomenal and all mm -hmm. these things coming into play. When I did host, uh, worked on a show called Celebrity Car Wars, you know, I was the host for that. And that was my first time hosting, let's say, a big television show of that nature with 48 cameras and, right. you know, wow. a bunch of people and all these things. And how do you handle this situation as a newbie? Mm. So these things really did teach me a lot in terms of my professional career and also taught me more about myself and believing in myself when, mm. you know, because someone else believed in you to give you the job. Yeah. And while you might feel like, do I deserve this? Am I able to do this? You got to sort of, uh, you know, squeeze your ass cheeks together and say, come on, pucker up and make this happen, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, another you know? visual I just got. Okay. Woo, yeah. <laughs> another visual guy. You know? it's like, <laughs> Clearly. Come on. But, um, yeah. but you know what I mean? But I, I say that, but it's true. You've got to sort of, sometimes you got to put that fear aside and just go for it. Mm. And uh, that taught, that teaches me a lot. I mean, when I was acting in Mandarin on Channel 8, that's scary as hell, man. Yeah. I didn't know Mandarin. <laughs> I got to say a bunch of lines in Mandarin. Scary as, you know. Yeah. I mean, when, and you learn a lot about yourself. Mm. A lot, what you can retain, what you can do, what you can overcome when you're put in situations that are super challenging mm -hmm. that uh, a lot of people would, you know, shy away from. You got to run towards it, you know? Mm -hmm. So would you say these But it's scary as hell. Right, right. Yeah. Would you say these scary challenges, these things are what sort of, you know, the taught you how to, you know, be a better yeah. whatever actor, host. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's taught me a lot of those things, you know, I mean, and also through my many failed relationships, how to be mm. a better boyfriend, be a better partner, yeah. you know, like how to talk better, how to be better, you know, better in communication, you know, like listen more, yeah. all these things, you know, because you go through, I mean, that's part of life, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, you know, not everybody gets that uh, high school sweetheart and they stay with them till the end, you know, I mean, a lot of, you know, you got to. You yeah, gotta go through a few sweethearts. Hard, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, you know, report put in the time, you know? Yeah. And even yeah. then, even if they do get that, it's it's work all the way through, right? There's no easy ride <laughs> in life. <laughs> it, 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 ain't, it ain't like get on the horse first time and just riding off into the sunset. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. yeah. No such thing. You, no you, such you, thing. You fall off the horse a few times, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 I think if it's not hard work for you, then you're doing something wrong. If it's just too easy, yeah. you know. Oh, you don't appreciate it anyway. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, like, okay, there. I mean, there's there's a there's a limit to it. I mean, yeah, if you're yeah. in a relationship, but if it's like eighty percent hard work and twenty percent <laughs> fun, yeah, maybe it's time to change horses, you know. Yeah. But if it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I mean, if it's like uh, you know, it's like uh, you know, sixty forty or seventy thirty, you know, the higher number obviously into the positives. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's worth putting in that work in on that remainder percentage. You know. And on that so, note, I think that's what life is about, right? It's all about balance, anyway. It's about balance. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so even at work too. I mean, if you're doing a job where you're not happy anymore, and you're really upset, and you're just going to work because, yeah, the the pay is good, but I'm really unhappy. Maybe it's time to, you know, money's not everything. I mean, it is mm. help, yeah. Yeah, definitely, yeah. but it isn't everything, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, mental well-being, happiness, that counts for a lot. Mm -hmm.
doing what you do in a very mm. uncertain sort of gig economy lifestyle, right? What got you yeah. through that? As in, what helped you believe in yourself? What? How do you remain positive? Yeah. That's, that's tough. I mean, there's a days I'm not positive at all. So there's, that's, there's mm. days where I'm really down on myself. But that's okay, uh, right? You, you have to expect those. Yeah, you do. You know, I guess what it is is just, you know, when you, you do a job and they keep hiring you or clients want to rehire you or, you know, you get another chance and you say, okay, I'm, I'm doing this again, then, mm -hmm. okay, I'm doing something right. I'm doing something right, you know, and that, and that gives you that affirmation to keep on going. Mm -hmm. But when you're not getting hired and you're like getting turned down a lot, that's also a hard part because then you got to, then you got to dig deep and believe in yourself. Like, okay, is it me? Is it, mm. did I not put it in the work in, or is it just look, is it just a, a series of, uh, unfortunate just events, <laughs> un unfortunate, unfortunate events. Let's yeah. say like, Hey, you know, like, you know, I'm too tall. I'm too old. I'm too, I'm too this, I'm too that. I'm not the right fit for this job. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes you're not the right fit. And then the client comes back and goes, you know what? We should have used you for this job. We didn't, but we mm. want to hire you now. And that kind of makes you feel good. Like, okay, great. Ha! You see the value in what I bring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, because, exactly. you know, a lot of times there's also that aspect of it as well, too, is that clients, they want to try something different because obviously variety. And then they go, hey, wait, we see the value that you brought to what you did, you did for us. Mm -hmm. We want to hire you again. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, in our, in our, in our industry, whatever, we, you know, this, this entertainment industry, it's it, what it does teach a lot or for a lot of people. And I had this conversation with people that are not into it is that we have to have a lot of belief in ourselves. Mm. We have to have a lot of confidence in ourselves. Even when we don't feel it, we've got to, we've got to have it because nobody wants to work with somebody who is second guessing themselves, yeah. who is not positive, who is, you know, negative and just, you know, low energy. They don't want to work with that. They want to mm -hmm. work with someone who it walks on, you know, walks onto set or walks into a room and is like, Let's do this. We yeah. can do this. Mm. And if a mistake happens, screw it. Let's get back into it. We've got this. You know, yep, yep. that's who people want to work with. Yeah. That kind mm. of attitude, that positive attitude. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> On that yeah. positive <laughs> note. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. You can do it. Yeah. Bobby says so. You can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. You go, girl. Yeah. You go, girl. Oh. Wow. In living color. <laughs> in living color. I'm, in living color. I'm dating myself. I just dated myself. You like, did. You right, right there did. You Ooh. did. <laughs> I don't think I ever watched In Living Color. So. Oh my um, gosh. We are dating ourselves right now. Yes. In Living Color. Jackie. Yes. How? Uh, yeah, yeah, Jackie's younger than me. Hmm? Did you? Are you? Jackie, are you younger than young? Of yes. Is that yeah. who she is? Mm -hmm. No, okay. but she has. Uh, it's probably like your dad watched it, and that's American why you watched it. American upbringing. Yeah, yeah. Because we <laughs> yeah, didn't really get that got, show here. We got reruns. Yeah. You know? right, yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't, so it's like okay, yeah. No, yeah. Not we got relevant. reruns that's like Quachukang. Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. got Quachukang reruns under yeah. one roof. Reruns uh -huh. that kind of stuff. Yeah, under one roof. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yes, Ooh. thank you very much for taking the time out to you know chat with us. It's been so much fun. I feel like we could go on for another three hours. For sure, especially we could about actually tech. we could. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but this would be a nightmare for me to cut down. So uh. Edit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the best, my friend. Yeah, all the best. Yeah, this is going to be a hell of a uh, editing session. No, no, no. It's good stuff. It's all nothing's nothing's going to be edited out. Not like that scene in uh, Crazy Rich Asians. It's all good stuff. It's all going to go up on the podcast. You'll be part yeah. of the whole hey, thing, Bobby. You'll yeah. be included. Even my, even my scene in Westworld got edited out. I'm like the guy oh. that gets edited out of shit. Oh yeah. really? Oh damn. yeah. 
Oh, Don't worry, yeah, I will be yeah. in this episode of Oh for the Love. Oh, of that's life. fantastic! <laughs> that, that's great. <laughs> Yay, victory! Yay! Uh, All right, I'm kept yes. in a show. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, let's uh, let, let's catch up soon. It's been a lot of fun, Bobby. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Bobby. My pleasure. My pleasure. And there you have it. What a fun guy to chat with, Bobby Tinelli. I could hear him talk for ages. The guy is just so handsome. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed the conversation. I enjoyed it because, you know, he's genuinely a fun guy. Exactly, yeah. But as always, thank you so much for listening to the mm. podcast. Hey, do us a favor, will you? Hit the follow, hit the subscribe button, whatever platform you're listening on, every little bit helps us out. In the meantime, though, we'll catch you again soon for another awesome conversation. In the meantime, take care of yourself. Stay healthy. Oh, for the love of life. <laughs>